Hey everyone, welcome to B2B Made Simple. I'm Sam Moss, the CEO and co-founder of OneClick Agency. On this show, I interview marketing experts from fast-growing B2B SaaS companies. We feature podcast episodes I'm a guest on, and sometimes we throw in a consulting call I've done with another company. Our goal with this show is to equip you and give you the tools you need to be the best marketer you can be. Hey everybody, welcome back to B2B Made Simple. Joining me on the show today, I have Jamie Bell. She is the VP of Marketing at Workshop. Jamie, welcome to the show. Hi Sam, thanks for having me. Absolutely, I appreciate you being willing to come on and share some marketing insights. But before we get into that, uh, I'm gonna throw a curveball your way and we'll see what you answer. So if you had to choose between going on vacation to a beach or going to like some mountain resort, where do you think you would go? Oh man, I was so excited for the curveball. Okay, um, <laughs> beach and mountain, I would absolutely say beach. Um, on my honeymoon for the first time ever, I spent one day laying next to a pool and doing nothing except ordering food and drinks <laughs> and not moving. And it was absolutely incredible. So I would want to repeat that essentially on a notion. Yeah. I don't think many people would argue with that. That's for sure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, awesome. Um, today we're going to be covering internal marketing um, and how it is really just as important as external marketing. At least that's what you're going to tell us why. Um, so that's my first question for you is why do you believe that internal marketing is just as important as the marketing that we do externally to our buyers and customers? Sure. Well, I would say um, for starters, I don't think you can have a great customer experience without a great employee experience behind that. Um, so getting your employees really involved in marketing and making sure that they feel constantly like informed, included, and sort of inspired by the work that you're doing. I think that's what makes all the magic happen. So I think it can be easy to overlook that um, and kind of focus on, you know, direct lines to revenue and those kinds of goals. But I think you'll see this really amazing halo effect if you really invest in marketing to your employees and to your team as well um, and getting them excited about what you're doing. Why do you think many companies overlook that, even though it's such a huge key factor to what marketing really is, they just skip it and go for the external marketing. Why do you think that is? Sure. Um, I think it can kind of be one of two things. One thing that I see pretty often and what, you know, personally I experienced as well is just that the goals and incentives wouldn't necessarily be aligned. You would be really focused on that bottom line or that um, kind of direct line to revenue. You really wanted to see that impact. So taking a moment to not focus on customers can be super, super hard. Um, and you've got so much to do. So, I mean, marketing directors have like 80,000 other things that they're thinking about at any given time. So it can be hard to justify the time and the effort to, to spend on just mm -hmm. creating materials and campaigns for employees. Um, the other thing would probably be that Honestly, they might feel like they don't own it. <laughs> um, I find that internal communications and kind of employee experience and the marketing pieces of that can wind up in a sort of like no man's land between mm -hmm. like HR or marketing, or if you are lucky enough to have a dedicated comms department, 
Um, so being a marketing leader and saying that you want to take on that additional work could be a pretty daunting task, but um, I think the benefits totally outweigh the effort that you put into it. And again, I think the marketing team is really well suited to do this kind of work. Um, mm -hmm. I think they understand, you know, the investments um, that you make in a campaign and how that can pay off and how to how to get a specific audience sort of excited about what you're doing. You mentioned that one of the reasons it's probably overlooked is because it's not owned specifically by marketing. Um, but to take it a step further, is there anyone in particular within a marketing function that should be owning this? Or is this like CMO VP level that really oversees the internal marketing and communications? Sure. So, I mean, I absolutely think the CMO can play a, a huge role in being the person who kind of champions internal marketing and to get the entire company excited about that. But really, I mean, you might find that there's someone for me personally, I found someone on my team who just really, really loved it, who was naturally cool. working with maybe the HR team a lot anyway. Um, often when you get bigger, like once you pass a hundred employees or so, you'll start to get requests from the HR team for kind of internal facing campaigns. And you'll start to realize as well that when you're launching a product or uh, when you're launching a new campaign that you do have to kind of communicate all of that internally first. So you start to kind of get this workload, I think naturally as your company scales. Um, but, you know, I do think that ultimately when you get maybe to like 200 or so that you should consider a dedicated internal marketing or internal communications person that sits within the marketing team. Um, to help support that. So ultimately, I think they wind up becoming communications departments um, of some kind. And whether that that department reports to HR or marketing, or I've seen them to report directly to like the CEO, I think that kind of kind of depends on what makes the most sense. But I, I like arguing for marketing to do it. Yeah. So how much as the VP of marketing, how much are mm -hmm. your fingers in the process and your hands are on the process because you have someone that owns it? Are you involved a lot or you kind of oversee it or what does that look like from your standpoint? Um, I think I've, I've been involved a lot in it in the past. Of course, currently we're at like a 10, a 10 person startup. So it's all me. Um, but you know, at, at former um, companies when I was 200 or so, I think, mm -hmm. Being being the voice for that um, can be really helpful. Um, being a sort of leader in that can be really helpful. Um, and looking out for opportunities for other people within the company to kind of get involved. Like I think um, use like championing people who who are really excited um, about a specific campaign or bringing in like the product manager um, to kind of develop something or put together a presentation, helping like an engineering leader to speak at a conference externally. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of things that you can do there. So I think, I think for a marketing leader to stop and say like, actually employees are one of our target audiences and we want to spend the time and effort thinking about how we get our own team excited about these things. It's, I mean, that feels like it kind of has to start there, you know, otherwise you're, you're kind of getting pulled into that work, um, you know, from somebody else. 
Yeah. And the thing to consider is this will turn into free external marketing right. when you do internal right. marketing well. And it's it's it can turn into employee advocacy. So when they're excited, they're going to post on social networks. They're going to tell people about what you do. Your culture is going to shine out from the inside out and people are going to wonder what's going on. You're going to get this free exposure. Is that what you're basically talking about here? Yep, exactly. Um, I think they're a bit different, but they're, they're completely linked internal marketing and, and employee advocacy. So for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask you is, is there much of a difference between employee advocacy and what we do in internal marketing or is employee advocacy like the fruit of really good internal marketing? Right. More, more so the second, I think the simplest way to probably explain it would be that I think of employee advocacy as the promotion of the company kind of by employees Mm -hmm. and internal marketing is the promotion of the company to employees. Um, I don't think you can really have one without the other. I mean, internal marketing to me can encompass anything from like the brand mission values, goals, products, services, pretty much across the, the entire thing. Um, it can, it, it really encompasses all of those things. So I don't think you can really have one without the other. Um, I think that you really need to be putting together the, that intentional content, those intentional campaigns for employees so that they are excited enough to share it externally. Mm-hmm. If they are disconnected, if they're just not motivated, um, if they're unengaged with the company as a whole, they're not going to turn around and just do that for you. And as a, as a marketing leader, I think if you can think about it as, you know, if, if you're putting together this amazing customer campaign with like videos and a landing page and all the creative and a cool tagline and you launch that and then you turn around and just send your your team a slack message or like a text email that's like hey we launched this which i know we're all like we've all done that right i mean that's like a perfect example of you know you're, you're probably not doing it right you're not really doing that internal marketing piece um and you can start i think you can see it really clearly when you when it's going not well <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's probably a great example of when you've done it well too where you can think of like a time when your employees were really excited about that new product launch or really excited about that marketing campaign um so i i think every every marketing leader has probably seen both sides of this coin but maybe hasn't stopped to really think about what the pieces are that can make that happen Mm-hmm. So if, if sending a Slack message with the new product launch is the wrong way to do it, what would you consider the right way to go about it? Sure. So for product marketing in particular, I think that's such a great example of internal marketing, um, specifically with product launches. I just, just thinking of your team and your employees as an audience and how you can get excited. Um, you can get them excited for that product launch as well. So I mean, you can think about it, just, you know, put your marketing hat on and, and really like think about what are you emailing them? What kind of resources are, do they need and how can you get those to them in a, a creative way? Um, the all hands meeting, <laughs> I mean, constantly like across the board, how are, how are you creating those touch points so that the sales team 
you know, turns around and is able to deliver that messaging just the way you intended it. And the support team feels ready to handle that. Um, so yeah, I would, I would say just do what you do best and create marketing materials specifically for them. Yeah. It's just a different audience this time. Yep. What are some brands that you've seen that do a, a really good job with this, whether it's the fruit is it like the external, you see the employee advocacy. And obviously that's because yeah. they have great internal marketing. Um, or maybe there's some examples that you're just like, well, I know this company does really good internal marketing. Is there anything that comes to mind? Sure. Um, I mean, I think in the, in the B2B space, mm -hmm. um, I would say Lessonly does a really good job with this, uh, Salesforce, Intercom, Intercom, I know has a podcast that's like inside Intercom, um, even outside of B2B. I mean, it really can go across any, any industry, um, any sort of business model. Um, Trader Joe's, <laughs> I think is a great example. Um, you definitely see employees excited and like part of that culture. I think they have an employee specific podcast as well. Um, even like there's a, a convenience store chain, Love's. I see them on their employees on LinkedIn constantly just talking mm -hmm. about what a great place to work it is. So it, it can, it doesn't have to be like the, you know, tech startups um, specifically. It can really be any company. Yeah. That's the best thing about marketing is you can look in so many different places and pull ideas from whether it's B2C, B2G, yeah. whatever, B to whatever you want to call it. Uh, there are so many examples out there that you can use and apply to the B2B world. Um, so these companies, they obviously get their employees excited about marketing and like what the company is doing. What are some ways that you've been able to like fuel that excitement um, or maybe some ways that you've seen it done really well? Does anything come to mind? Yeah, um, I think you know, honestly, just creating those experiences and those campaigns mm -hmm. specifically for employees. So you can do like a fun launch event. Um, two of the ways we kind of start off with, um, specifically when we're talking to kind of any, any potential like prospect or customer, we typically look at the all company newsletter and then the all hands meeting um, as well as like two major, major touch points. So if you are just trying to get the company excited about, about marketing and about what you're doing within marketing, I think those are two places to think about um, leveraging. So you might not be a part of creating the company newsletter right now. I, I, a lot of times that winds up sitting sort of like in HR, but if you, you know, think about how to make that a really intentional brand touch point and make that sort of reflect what the company's culture and values are. That's one easy place to start mm -hmm. with internal marketing. Um, and then the all hands meeting too. I think, you know, marketing playing a role in making that a really memorable experience, it's the most expensive meeting that you're going to have. Um, I think that's a, a really cool opportunity to, to get every, literally every employee excited. It sounds like the best place to start is just being intentional more than anything. You don't have to go way over the top with the experience that you're creating, but knowing like these are who we are in a way selling to just like we are our buyers and we need to sell them on the vision so that now we yep. have a vehicle for our message to go out. That should be the goal, right? Yep, absolutely. So um, you mentioned before a podcast. I, I didn't even think about that. I always think <laughs> podcasts like, 
external, like you're talking to your buyers, but you said you've seen companies do internal podcasts as well. Yes. Yep. There's a quite a few, it's a growing market. Um, but if you really want to get into like internal marketing at an entirely different level, I think that's where you start to see it or running your own employee conference. I mean, it's really all of this stuff is just marketing, right? So yeah, and all the trends that you see kind of externally, they start to play out internally too. So when people are listening to this, they might be like thinking, well, we should obviously get people on board for our product launches and like the campaigns that we're, we're putting out to the public. Right. But do you think in addition to that, this is just a good like culture builder, for example, let's just take the podcast where you bring on employees and highlight them. Right. Is that like another form of internal marketing or should we stick to like, Hey, let's just talk about the campaigns that we're running and the new product launch. Um, I mean, I do think like, I, I probably wouldn't recommend anyone starts with the employee podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That might be a little uh, over <laughs> overkill for the beginning. Um, but, you know, I think, again, marketers know their audience, right? Mm-hmm. So talking with your employees and figuring out what format works best for them. Um, for example, with the podcast, I think what I've heard most frequently is that companies that might have field sales or in retail when, you know, their employees are kind of on the road or have downtime or something like that. A podcast is great because they can listen to it on their commute or something like that. That might not work as well if everyone is like in an office setting um, and then they would just be sitting around kind of listening to a podcast specifically. So One I really more thing think, that people have to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think again, it really is a, you know, doing your marketing well (laughs) to Mm -hmm. employees and really thinking about, okay, how do I, how do I inspire and inform and include this team um, in everything that I'm doing? So uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. that that about covers it. Yeah. The thing is like marketers spend so much time Mm -hmm. making sure that they tell the story to their buyers Yes, when there's an internal story that should be told as well. And just put the same effort that you do into that story that you're, you're telling your buyers as you do your fellow employees, right? Yeah. Yep. And you d- definitely get like a full lift across the entire organization too. Yeah. I mean, it really, you can become like a really key part of the company's culture and they'll look to marketing for all kinds of different reasons, but it'll help with recruiting. It'll help with brand loyalty for sure. Not just, I mean, externally, but also you know, employees will be excited about representing the brand, which has a huge kind of wave of effects, um, you know, and just making employees like proud to wear the company shirt on the weekends. <laughs> I think <Yeah>. that's great. <laughs> so if there was, uh, if there's a marketer listening to this right now, and they know they don't do any internal marketing, they're guilty of the Slack updates for some things that should probably get more <laughs> hype than a Slack update. Um, yeah. Where should they start? Like, what would you tell them? Um, I would probably start with whatever they're working on right now. I would just pick one specific campaign that you mean to launch externally and just spend a little extra time thinking about how you're going to launch that internally. Again, it can be, it can be a Slack update, but just think about it a little bit more, <laughs> you know? Just think about how you're going to phrase that, what kind of you want to direct them to, what you want them to do next, um, or think about how to segment that message to different departments, because I think that's 
kind of when you start to get a little bit more sophisticated too. But I would, you know, you don't have to stop and put together a massive internal marketing program right now. Um, just think about this next campaign. How might you launch it in a way that gets employees excited enough to post on LinkedIn about it? Yeah. And that could be huge. I see, uh, for example, gravy does a really good job with getting people excited. You see it yeah. all over LinkedIn. Um, Gong comes to mind, Refine Labs. These are mm-hmm. all companies yeah. that legitimately have employees that are excited to work there because they're obviously doing something internally that makes them excited yeah. to share it with the world. And that's ultimately the goal here, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think if they weren't doing any kind of internal marketing within the company, that would not, that would absolutely not yeah. be happening. There's definitely, definitely um, internal marketing at play behind the scenes there. And I mean, LinkedIn is, is the perfect example and social media, honestly, is the mm-hmm. perfect example, especially for marketers. You know that, um, you know, the brand, no one's following the brand anymore. <laughs> I think something like em- employee posts get like eight times the engagement as the company post. So it, I mean, LinkedIn is the perfect example of this, right? It is, it is like 90% employee advocacy and like 10% irrelevant polls. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, I think social media and LinkedIn are where everyone starts to see these concepts most clearly. Um, you see that employees are just proud to share where they work, where they work and what they're up to and the events their employer has put together and what they're launching, all of that. Yeah. Well, you definitely see the brands out there that are, are doing it well. Um, so you have listened to the podcast before, so you know what, what's coming. Uh, Mm -hmm. but I want to give you the opportunity. I can't remember if you've hosted a podcast before, but now's your chance to be a podcast host for a few minutes here. If you want to shoot any questions my way, um, fire away. I'd be happy to answer them. Okay. Uh, my first one is what is a B2B marketing topic that you've always wanted to talk about on the podcast, but you haven't yet. Ooh, that's a really good one. Um, maybe like the nitty gritty of like demand gen slash like advertising through a social network. So like paid advertising, I don't think we've had anybody come on and do that. Um, like I understand the fundamentals of demand gen and like generating, you know, demand for your business, but I I've never run Facebook advertising or LinkedIn advertising. So I'd be curious to know, like even some tips, because I know there's a lot of marketers that are like out there doing it every single day. Um, so that's, that would probably be the one that I would think would be the most interesting. Cause it, it is uh fascinating to me as well. Yeah. Behind the curtain a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, okay. This is a fun one because I just realized it the other day. Uh, but do you ever stop and think that as a marketer, you are either consuming content or creating content 24 <laughs> seven? <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, any marketer listening to this will know your marketing brain never shuts off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are either picking apart a billboard while you drive, critiquing someone's podcast that you're listening to, um, an advertisement on the radio, whatever it is, like a TV commercial, your eyes are always glued to it, whether you want yep. it to be or not. And you're like, oh, I could have done that better. I, I wouldn't have done that this way, or they could have done this so much better if they had done X. So 
yeah, my brain doesn't shut off. I don't stop consuming content and I have to keep my phone next to my bed so I can like, as I'm dozing off, write down ideas because that happens a lot too. And I think marketers probably fall into that camp a lot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's also kind of encouraging sometimes because you'll watch like a national commercial and you're like, <laughs> man, you know, if they did that, I'm going to be employed for a long time. <laughs> yeah, for a long time. Yes, I've noticed the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but any cool. other questions on your end? No, I'll do it. That's all. All right. Well, there you go. That was an awesome job. Uh, taking the reins for a few minutes there and doing your first <laughs> podcast hosting. Good job. Thanks. Awesome. Well, before we go, um, let us know what workshop does. I'd be, I know it ties into what we were talking about today. So why don't you share for a few minutes what you guys have going on? Yeah. So basically at workshop, we are teaching companies how to market to their employees. <laughs> um, so it's an internal marketing platform right now. We're pretty heavily focused on email. So making it really easy to create branded templates um, and, you know, not spend a ton of time creating these newsletters and communications, but having that all set up for you, making it easy to segment emails to your employees. So all the information is relevant and then ultimately um, bringing that hopefully to some other other marketing channels so that you can create full campaigns um, to market to your employees. Yeah. Well, it makes sense while, why you're excited about yes. internal marketing, right? If someone's yep. listening to this, now they know. But uh, Jamie, this has been awesome. Excuse me. Thank you so much for joining me here on the show. Um, we'll definitely have to do this again one day, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. This is so fun.